This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to another brand new edition of JBTV, the podcast. And on this edition of our podcast, we're featuring Scott Lucas with Local H. And uh, we've got an interview that takes you back to like the year 2014. And then we're going to uh, explore a lot of other stuff. And then he's going to join us live on Zoom right here at our JBTV home studio. Relax, sit back. This is JBTV, the podcast with Scott Lucas of Local H. So many musicians break out of the city and they go, you know, we got to move to L.A. or some other market. But you stayed here in Chicago. Yeah. So why is that? I mean, is that because you care about this city that much or is, is that much of a connection or? I, you know, I mean, it. every time I'm on tour and we come back and, you know, I see the skyline, I get that thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I do, I love this city. I mean, I love other cities. I, you know, I love Austin, Texas and and. Portland, Oregon. Um, Portlandia. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a great city. But I, I just, I don't know, like something will happen like almost every day in Chicago and I'll be like, oh yeah, I, I don't think I could leave this town. Mm-hmm. You know, and it happens almost every day. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, this, is, this is a great city that I live in. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying it's for everybody and, and I'm not judging people who don't want to stay here. Uh, not that they would care, but but I like, you know, this city. I've always wanted to live here. Someone from Zion still loves you. You high five Yeah, but not my graduating class. I guess you're one half of Local H, or the original founder, or? Uh, yeah. I, originally, I was one quarter of Local H, mm-hmm. and then I became one third. And then that became one half. Mm-hmm. I never knew you had four people at one yeah, point. Yeah, it started out as four. Yeah? Yeah. Wow, because we, we shot you at the Metro in, what year was that? That would have been 98? Was that 98? Somewhere in there. It seems like ancient did you history. Do two? Did you do one in 97, too? I'm not, I don't remember. Well, the one that you guys did that was great was uh, 98 at mm-hmm. the Metro. Um, and I think that's when we just started the Pack of the Cats tour. Mm-hmm. That would have been eight years after we had been a four-piece. Mm-hmm. That only lasted about six months. Oh, okay. Yeah. What a great show that was at the Metro, i got to say. It was that good. Was, uh, now, you had somebody else. You had some guest people stop in at that show. Yeah, we had a West Kid from a Triple Fast Action play mm-hmm. with us on that tour.
So now, how long has the band been around now? Um, last year, we uh, we hit 25 years. Wow! Congratulations. That that is such an accomplishment to keep you know doing what you're doing and keep the passion going. It's weird. It's really strange. It's like um, I, it doesn't feel like it, and I, I don't think I ever thought I'd get to this point. Mm -hmm. you know, I remember going to see Cheap Trick playing their 25th. You know anniversary show and just thinking not ever thinking someday you know I would be in a band for 25 years mm -hmm. so but you've done it <laughs> did it and it kind of snuck up on me <laughs> was it when you first heard yourself on the radio um or was it on JBTV you saw yourself first <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I think it was uh, it, it might have been on I can't remember if it was on XRT or Q101 mm -hmm. but it was on one of those and how was it when you first were on JBTV uh that was that was weird mm -hmm. you know it was weird like to, to watch you and then like have you asking me questions uh -huh. I, I felt like a little bit uh 
There was a little deer in the headlights type of thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow, is this really happening? Well, I know, because I wasn't good at interviews and stuff. Oh, so. that's nonsense. <laughs> that is nonsense. Well, I want to play something from the show that you did here in, uh, at our JVTV studios, the last show that you did here. Okay. It's, uh, it's amazing with this technology that uh, you've been doing stuff from your home. I like that a lot. Well, we're trying to catch up with you. Like, I watched your show uh, the other night, the Metro show. One, two, three. And here's the owner of Chicago's Metro, Joe Shanahan, talking about Local H. Wow. What can you say about Local H except for they rock?
Yeah, this is my front room. Uh, I built this studio not having any idea at all of what I was going to do. And all of a sudden, the quarantine happened. And uh, now I'm doing a show from here. Yeah. So, Christian, here. did you have the graphic ready? I, I, th th I mean, this is going to have to work. So just... Do I have a graphic? Yeah, you yeah, got a graphic. So uh, here's how we do this stuff. Just roll it. Uh, okay, you ready? Got it ready? Scott's top five quarantine films right here, live. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Scott's top five quarantine films. And uh, I hope you're enjoying your quarantine because that way you don't have to listen to people chomp on popcorn behind you, talk on their phone. You don't have to see other people's screens. Everyone else can just screw off and you can watch the movies you want to see. So here we go. Let's talk about them, all right? Now, let's start from number one. Um, a lot of people like to watch, right now, through the crap we're going through right now, people like to watch movies like comedies or musicals or, you know, romantic comedy musicals, anything to take their mind off of that. I say screw that. Let's lean into it and let's watch zombie movies. And if you're talking about zombie movies, the best zombie movies are George Merrill, right? Mm -hmm. All right. It's Let's talk about Dawn of the Dead, talk about Living, Night of the Living Dead. They're the best. But there's a movie he made in between Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead that I think is especially perfect right now. It's called The Crazies, and he made it in 1973. And man, does this movie puncture the illusion of freedom. It is basically, it envisions, uh, you know, a time when the government and the populace is against each other like a civil war. And it's all about this sickness that turns people into crazies. So you can't really know who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. Is the government or is it us who are the crazies? It's, it's a good movie. It's not going to make you feel good. But, uh, you know, I think you'll see a lot of what's going on right now in that movie. So any George Merrill movie is going to do that for you. I mean, this movie came between Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead. It's almost like a spiritual sequel to Night of the Living Dead. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if, if those zombie movies are too much for you, watch Shaun of the Dead. I mean, that's a great one, too. And if we all could, we'd all go to our favorite bar and drink till this all blows over, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, maybe that's not going to work out either. I, but anyway, we're leaning into it. Mm -hmm. That's number five. How about number four? Well, that's number one. Oh, that's actually. number one. Okay. Number one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go backwards. Okay. Just, just like the entire administration, when it comes to what we're dealing with, we're gonna go backwards. Okay? <laughs> all Trump, all the time. <laughs> yeah, what a smart guy. Anyway, he's the smartest. Uh, number two, let, we're all getting sick of each other, right? I mean, so why not watch The Shining? Now, you know those people quarantined, and they had to be together in this self-isolating, shut-in existence. And it didn't turn out well for them. And uh, it might not turn out well for some of us. I could, I could, I've got an axe over there. And when it was there. I think my girlfriend got it. So one of us is going to die. So that is probably the greatest self-isolation we've ever made. But if you don't have a family and, you know, it's just you and a roommate Probably the lighthouse might be better for you. Oh, okay. So let's call that two oh, A. Lighthouse. Mm -hmm. Willem awesome. Dafoe and, and Robert Pattinson, right? Yeah. Those guys went nuts. So you you can see how that's going to happen. And if nothing else, it's the best homoerotic drinking buddy comedy since The Master. You know, you can't <laughs> go wrong. It's it's really good. Oh, and that scene with the bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 
I think that bird's around here somewhere. <laughs> you know, number three? Number three. Uh, number number three. three. Have you seen The Platform? It's on Netflix. No, I haven't. So I got a, okay. I got Netflix now. I got the 30-day free trial. So I can... Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I heard about that. There's a lot of crap on it, right? Yeah, I've been watching The Tiger King. And, uh... <laughs> yeah. I'll get to The Tiger King later. Okay. But there's a lot of crap on Netflix. and But this movie is actually pretty cool. And it's pretty weird that it, it came out a couple weeks ago. And it's about this prison where you're on a platform. Well, no, you're on a prison that's like, they don't know how many floors it is. It could be 99 floors, could be 200 floors. They don't really know. And this uh, table, dinner table comes down. And the lower you are, the less scraps you get on this dinner table. And the higher you are, the more scraps. Well, the higher you are, you get to eat the best parts of the buffet. And so this comes out while we're all waiting to, for this uh, stimulus check. And, you know, on, on top, top of that, you've got like all these corporations who don't have to play by the same rules that small corporations do in order to get their stimulus money. So this movie comes out and it's like, what the, can I say fuck? Yeah. Fuck you yeah. Fuck. Go ahead. Okay. So it's like, what the fuck? How did this happen? So you're watching this movie and it's super gross and it's like Saw, but uh, it's, it's, pretty good and it's pretty weird to watch a movie in this time where we're dealing with you know what's going to be left for the, for everybody when it gets down to the bottom you know and it's and uh it's a pretty right on movie so well done netflix okay next number four on us let's <laughs> lean into the curve let's let's accept what's happening to us you know we can watch while you were sleeping later. Number four, if you miss concerts, if you, if you, fuck yeah, you, right? If you miss live music, watch Gimme Shelter, mm. the Rolling Stones movie, because okay. uh, it's going to remind you that crowds suck. Uh, you know, this is one of the greatest rock documentaries of all time because precisely for the reason that Rolling Stones didn't know what was going to make it great. And what made it great was everything went wrong. And you're basically dealing with this disaster movie that, they didn't realize they were making. Um, it, it's a, a great example of what happens when you don't make sufficient plans for a looming disaster. And uh, I think we can all learn a thing or two. Now, what am I talking about? No one's ever going to learn a thing or two. That, no. That's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. If, if nothing else, the stones are fucking great. Sorry, I did it again. And uh, You can you say know, fuck. Say it, say it proud. I, I, I'm trying not to, but uh, <laughs> it's a great movie. Nonetheless, the, the performances are incredible, but uh, it gets dark. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's that, that whole bit with the, the Hells Angels that were hired as the security team. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant idea, right? <laughs> and, yep. And there was no, my, there was no space between them and the stage either. It's like the, the, the fans were right up on top of everybody there. Right. They're out of, they're absolutely out of their minds. Out but, of their, out of control. My, my favorite part that I just watched it recently is uh, when Michael Shreve from Santana and Santana's not in the movie but they actually play and Michael Shreve the drummer he goes up to the, to the dead and uh, Jerry Garcia and the other guy from the dead I don't know and they show up and they go what Hell's Angels are beating up on musicians uh, that don't seem right and it turns out the only band that was supposed to play that day that didn't play was the dead because they were the only people who were smart enough to see, we're not going to do this. You know, they were probably high as shit, but they knew. Not Jerry Garcia. <laughs> and they took off. Pretty smart guys, actually. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, they actually, they were stoned, though. <laughs> so that brings me to number five. Number five. Okay? And this brings us to Tiger King. We're all Tiger King crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Ooh. But screw Tiger King. Let's talk about this movie called Roar. R-O-A-R. -R. I want to make sure you get that. It's this movie with Tippi Hedren, who was in The Birds. And she married the producer of The Exorcist. They took all of that Exorcist money and they went to Africa and they started a, a refuge for for lions and, and tigers. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So they wanted to make this movie that was like sort of a Disney-like movie. And when you're watching this movie, you realize that everyone is getting ripped apart in this movie. Like, there's a scene where Tippi Hedren's daughter, Melanie Griffith, 
get your face ripped off. And that's why she had plastic surgery. You know, uh -huh. it's like, wow, it, you're watching this movie and it is so scary because, <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, this this lion is so beautiful. And that lion gets up and starts like ripping the person off. It's like watching Grizzly Men, Ooh. you know, oh, you yeah. Seen yeah, yeah. we're a Herzog movie. Oh, yeah. Right. So it's like watching a Disney version of Grizzly Man. Uh, so I think it's the perfect movie to be watching right now because we all have Tiger King fever. Scott's Top 5 Quarantine Films. Ooh, that was amazing, Christian. You are so good. Uh, and no, you no, whipped no. that together in like two seconds, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we, that's exactly what happened. Hey, you've got another clip that you should probably roll to. Absolutely. Okay, well, Scott it. Lucas is in the movies too, you know. He's a oh. movie freak. Well, you know, his. Uh, well, he's doing those reviews and stuff, which I read sometimes. But he, uh, you know how I met Scott. I'm sure, I don't know if he's ever, you've ever heard this story. but No, no, tell me, to, tell me. I used to work at this movie theater in Oak Brook in high school. Oak Brook really? Movie Theater. What, and, what did you do? Um, what did you do there? I did well. It was only a four, you know, it was a four-screen theater, so uh -huh. I kind—I basically did a, a little bit of everything. You know, I was the ticket. I was the guy that sold you the tickets at the door. Sometimes I did the guy behind the counter selling popcorn. Sometimes I'd be the usher that goes in and sweeps up the theater between shows. So I did a little bit of everything. But um, aren't the but anyway, Aren't they magical theaters? I, I am about them. such a movie buff and such a yeah, movie theater experience. Yeah, when I was a kid, I, I used to hang out at this place called the Uptown Theater. Christian mm. knows it well because mm. I, I talked about it. And I, I was a, I, he let me run the projector and stuff back in oh, the day. Cool. Well, go on with your story. Go on. Sorry. Cool. No, that's awesome. Um, but anyway, yeah, like, so I was in high school and Scott Lucas would come in to see movies there. I guess he lived around there or something. And so whenever I was like selling tickets, like at the front, front like booth or whatever, I would always let him in for free. And, you know, and then when he was in there, I'd run out to my car and get whatever like demo tape I had at the time, plain white tees demos or something. And then when he'd come out, I'd like be like, Hey, how was the movie? I talked to him for a few minutes and then give him my newest demo. And so it was pretty cool. Like, kind of knew him, but, and this was obviously way before the Playwright Tees were anything. We were just like a local band. But Local H were like one of our local heroes because they had made it and they'd had, you know, songs on the radio and stuff. So so that was a really cool thing for me. And then once we blew up, I, I remember him telling that story, that same story, all the time to people. How, like, wow. yeah, the guy would, like, let me into movies and he'd give me his demo tapes. And now he's on the radio, and, you know, so... <laughs> pretty cool so that's the story it's true yeah it's true i remember i remember when he gave me that uh demo tape i i'd gone to see american beauty and i came out and it was him and a few of his buddies and they go here's the demo tape i was like oh cool and so uh when they played at metro i went and yeah that's true but yeah, it's just so cool right that now. uh that you've uh, you know embraced and done all this crazy stuff in your movies and everything and and how it it took like a demo tape like a lot of bands have to actually physically do that in the old days in front of concerts with flyers I know Greg Corner with Kill Hannah used to do that a lot you know with his band yeah Greg busted his ass back in the day and yeah. that you had to really work hard to get your music out there because just sitting on your butt with your music in your house you know it's like well let's put some flyers on things as the people come out and give out demos and stuff so that was a, a very cool story that uh, that he had yeah, yeah right but you know it was also almost easier because you didn't have to shout above everybody else the mm. way you do on the internet right now so uh it, there's the good and there's the bad you know it's mm. just, just some that that is you know this is jbtv the podcast with chicago's own local h we want to thank everybody here at the Nacho. Let's hear it for everybody here at the fucking Macho. This is the... This is the greatest club in the fucking country. In the world! All right, in the state. Okay, in the city. All right, over by Wrigleyville. It's pretty good. All I'm saying is you guys are okay. In all honesty, though, I love the Metro and I love everyone who works here and lives here. We want to thank JBTV for coming. Fucking Jerry Bryant is right there. 
Jerry Bryant knows more about rock and roll than you know about your shit. We love you, Jerry. This is a good song. You heard that we were great, but now you know we're lame since you saw the show tonight. You hoped that we would rock and knock it up a notch, but rocking was nowhere in sight. And it's never good when it goes bad No one likes to feel like they've been had and it may be okay You won't wear our t-shirts now First the band LeBron at Chicago's Metro. That was an awesome show. He had uh, all, two drummers rocking and Ryan and Joe. It was just That was just an amazing time. That wasn't 30 years ago. That was yeah, that was thirty years ago. It wasn't thirty years ago. <laughs> it seems like thirty years ago. Look at and how nice the crowd was. They're like on top of each other, and I mean, I know it was an amazing I show. Pixies. I <laughs> you were so young back then. And hey, you got a birthday coming up next month, don't you? Like the tenth or something. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be like twenty-two <laughs> years old. You're you're really growing there now. So I love it. 
Hey, Jerry, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a big party, and I want to invite you. So come on over. It's okay. Lori Lightfoot's gonna be there, and uh, she specifically asked me to ask for you to show up. So. Okay, and she'll be wearing a mask. I got my mask ready right now, just in case. Have you been going out, Scott? Well, what if we don't need no mask? What we don't need no stinking. Yeah, you have a mask. I got mine here. Let's see, I, I saw uh, the best mask I saw was the alien face hugger mask, which is yeah, pretty yeah, great. yeah. <laughs> that's 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 my favorite. That's yeah, pretty that's great. Killer one. So, Scott, what are you doing in your spare time least, now? No, what will usually happen is I'll try to uh, come up with a song that means something, and then I'll play it. And usually I'll have to learn it, and then I'll spend an hour or two learning it, and then I'll I'll broadcast it, and then I forget the song. So, but it's good. <laughs> I don't. But last Friday we had our new record come out, so we did this uh, virtual record release party and we were hoping to do it at liars club uh and we couldn't quite hack it mm-hmm. you know uh for many reasons but so we did it from our practice space and uh and it was fun we had a really good time cool and your album's called lifers oh. your new album that's out new record's called lifers yeah uh-huh. so where'd you come up with that is that because all the people that are in prison right now for life it's about people like us and it's about people like you jerry mm. and it's about people who like have decided they don't care uh, how what the payoff is. They decided their life is going to be about music and mm-hmm. stuff that they love, and yeah, and it's about people who are like, and, and and it's not it's not necessarily cool. It's just a thing that we can't stop, and it's it's this drug, and once you get it, you you can't stop it, mm-hmm. and so it's like it's, it's a your passion. Fate. It's and, a passion. And it's about us. It's about us. Uh, Accepting our fate. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Wow. It's hey, Jerry. Yes, yes, Chris. You've got it. You've got another Oops. cool track which Scott hasn't seen. Yeah. Which one are we gonna play? Number three. Number, number three. three. Okay.
never thought I'd have to learn all this stuff. You know what I mean? It's weird because it's Me like too. I just wanted to be in a band. I never thought I'd have to learn how to. Me too. I was out sitting all the stuff that you figured it out. I, no, no, I didn't know anything. We're all at the same level right now. This has been a reset for everybody. I'm like talking to Christian. This Zoom thing doesn't work. Yeah, I can't yeah. see my camera. How do you get the damn audio? Right. Three weeks you... ago, we <sighs> were like. This, you know, well, no, a month ago was a in month February ago. we yeah, were talking. Yeah. We got to do this and all that stuff, and it, and it was just like oh. all from scratch, hundred percent. No, but from I, I think you guys have got a head start on this stuff, and I think everyone can learn from from what you're doing. And uh, it's, you know, I'm, tr- I, I mean, I, I've tried so many things, like having like different cameras and like going on different uh, platforms, and mm-hmm. and it's and without fail it's always been a disaster in some way or another so my respect for you two is tenfold the way that you've been able to figure this out it's it's crazy i got a fever for not just one cowbell i got a fever for two fucking cowbells are you with me can do this. Keep on the beat white people.
Look at that body surfing. Look at that. This does not happen anymore. No, I'm going up, man. That's awesome. Going, he's going to go. Oh, oh, no, no. He's not going to. This is at the Metro. No, no. He's going to kill himself. This no. could be the end of Scott's career. It's over. It's over. You can't do this anymore. Yes, you can. Oh, yes, there you go. There you go. There you go up. There you go up. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Look at that. Look at that. Ah! Ah! I'm what I'm figuring it out. There you go. Wow. Look at that. Just, just an amazing, amazing show at Chicago's Metro. The club that Joe Shanahan built with love and with passion. Uh, and what, what a great night that was. That was just one of those shows that uh, was so special. It went on for like three hours. You had two drummers. You did two sets. You did yeah. the first set with uh, Ryan, right? Or was right. it? Yeah. And then you went, and then, uh, or is it? Well, I don't know how you did it, but anyhow, then the we two. Did, we it, did. We did three sets. Three so sets. Did, that's right. And that's then we right. did a record, and then we did a set with both of them. And yeah. That was. That was to me. That was the uh, the part that sold me on the idea. It was like, all right, I can do a set with two drummers. I'm in. Mm-hmm. And that was that was the whole idea. Yeah. Well, you just wanted two cowbells. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's what Lauren O'Neill would keep saying at 101 WKQX. I can play the cowbell, Scott. <laughs> yeah, she can. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, but that was just amazing. And the club that Joe Shanahan built, you know, we had him on the other day. And uh, the memories and stuff. The show is great. Yeah. And we also showed some of your old footage in that, too, you know. I saw that. And I remember when you. Uh, when you made that for yeah. their anniversary, remember yep. that party? Yep. And yeah. Yeah. So many memories. Every time I go to the Metro, you're always like there. You go to a lot of stuff. And then I go to like to Riot Fest and I run into you at Riot Fest. You go to a lot of shows. You you are so good at that. You are such a music lover. You just sort of, you know, soak it up well, wherever you go. I, I didn't get into this for any other reason than music. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, that's the one thing that I've gotten out of this. I didn't, I didn't get in. You know, I'm not, I'm not in it to live in a mansion. So, well, uh, you got quite well, a mansion the, there. The thing, I was, I, the thing I was taking advantage of is free shows. Yeah, and uh, and people let me take advantage of that. As we found out from Tom, where he got you into the movie theaters for free, which is good. Oh, thanks. Listen, you know, no, I did not <laughs> ask Tom to do that. <laughs> but uh, and I'm not even sure that happened. I, I think I paid and I walked out. Oh, but maybe. But but I, I don't remember him going. Oh, you're you're cool. Go on in. I, I feel like I had the ticket. But I remember I walked out. I was like, hey, you know, I don't know. Well, <laughs> his story's better than mine. Let's stick it's, with this. It's story. writer embellishment, and it's perfectly shows. fine. So, uh, one last thing before we uh, let you go back to your uh, your fun at your house. There, uh, any good food tips? It's something that you're eating that's uh, different, or you know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Today, okay. uh, today we went to uh, you know Amitable. You know that place? No, no. Tell me about it. A M. I T A B U L. Okay. Uh, it's 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 a bit north. Uh, God, I wish you could remember the street, but it, it it's it's before when you turn off to uh to the airport, it's a couple uh, turnoffs after that. Anyway, I'm gonna look. This is a guy that you know, Jim's Grill, right? Uh, yes, familiar. I think. Okay, Jim's Grill. Mm-hmm. That was on. That's still on Irving. So this guy okay, used okay. to work on Jim's Grill, and and he goes and he started making bim bim bop for people, mm. and they loved it. And he goes, you know what? I'm going to open up my own restaurant. The guy's a Buddhist. He doesn't want to flip burgers. And he goes, okay, I'm going to open up my own place. Mm-hmm. He moves way up there. Long story short, because there's a he moved over there. Blah blah. Anyway, he he's an artist. He's an artist, and he has this. If you're ever feeling sick, if you're ever feeling run down, he has this thing called Dr. K's Cure All Noodle Stew. Oh, and I don't care what you what you got. I don't care what you got. 
it will cure you. And this guy is the best. And he's doing carryout orders. We did one today. And, and we got so much food that we don't have to get food for a week. Wow. And he's we, great. And he's got these kimchi pancakes that you would kill for, Jerry. Wow. You would kill for these things. They're so good. Cool. Uh, everything he does is amazing. It's called Amitable. Amitable. And it's good to support all the local restaurants throughout the entire country and throughout the world because uh, the restaurant people are, are going through the hard times like everybody else. And uh, yes, same thing with musicians. Support, and Support restaurants. Let's mm-hmm. support venues let's support jbtv let's support uh let's support movie theaters let's support everything okay it's cool whatever you can do that you can do because we're all we're all we're all in this together right yeah whatever you can do you can do you know and and that's cool but but this place if you want to get some good food and if you're feeling a little right here through the covid time you'll knock it up cool cool well, this has been fun, Scott. You've just been an amazing, amazing person throughout these years to be friends with and uh, to see your career go from the early days to where you are now and how talented you are and what you guys do with just the two of you. The sound that you make is amazing. And uh, you got the brand new uh, album, Lifers, out, which is available now on iTunes and everything. Please buy it. Support Scott Lucas and Local H because uh, these are the, the musicians that are, uh, are going to make things, music, is the best therapy, and it's here for you. And, and these are the musicians like uh, Scott here. I'm going to put you up on the screen. Full screen, Scott Lucas. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Listen, Jerry, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad to see you're doing better. It looks like you're doing better. I'm having a great time. Just when I got out of my cancer quarantine, hey, I'm in another quarantine, and I'm we ready. We all got cancer. <laughs> the entire country got The entire world got cancer. It sure okay? did. And, and so here's the thing. I think we can learn from you because okay. we all have cancer right now. And I think you're the one, people like you and Joe can tell us how to get through this, right? You just got to be positive and never give up. And whenever things look really, really bad, know that maybe tomorrow things will be really, really good again. You know, you always got to think of the, I don't know, I, I, even when I was doing my chemotherapy, I just, you know, I'm looking, I'm not going to lay around. I've got my, you know, my culinary care was bringing me food, a great organization. And I've been working yeah. with Immerman Angels yeah. and, uh, and I've been doing that stuff. And uh, it, it, again, stay positive, especially in these hard times. Things yeah, are going to get better. That sounds like good advice to me. Yeah. yeah. And I love the fact that we are now using the internet more than we've ever done before. And I can do a right. TV show with Lama Christian White in LA. I mm-hmm. mean, it's just insane, isn't it? <laughs> thank you, Christian. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Well, My pleasure. Thanks a lot, Scott. That was great. Yeah. Thank really you, Scott. You You're the absolute best. Thank you for subscribing to JBTV, the podcast. I'm Jerry Bryant uh, saying bye-bye, stay high, and but of course, keep on rocking and rolling with the best music, the best bands, the best interviews, all right here on JBTV, the podcast. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.